This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Bruss. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our guests are Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert. And I tell you, I am so excited about this interview because it is such a now interview. I mean, there are so many things going on in the government and with prayer and with President Trump. And you may have heard of Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert. Uh, there's a brand new book out with the both of them, The Trump Prophecies, The Astonishing True Story of the Man Who Saw Tomorrow and What He Says is Coming Next. And it's, it's so wonderful that and we you hear it a lot on our interviews and on our TV program that God loves to use the ordinary, the everyday to astound those who are, you know, the more prominent people out there. And God used so mightily a retired fireman named Mark Taylor. Mark and Mary, thank you for being with us today. Uh, Mark, uh, when you were not even born yet, the devil tried to sabotage your life. What happened? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, when I was born, I had a very traumatic birth. Uh, my mom was tied to the uh, birthing bed at the time. I was in the birth canal for three days, and I think Satan just didn't even want me to be born at the time. Uh, they had her tied to the bed. They were shoving uh, meds down her throat and down her nose. They were gagging her. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was just a horrible experience. And then uh, when I was finally born, uh, I had a lot of terrible nightmares as a kid. Uh, I couldn't go to bed at night without asking my mom, you know, Mommy, am I going to have a bad dream tonight? And she would say, no, sweetie, you're not going to have a bad dream. I had to get that confirmation before I would have the confidence enough to even lay my head down on a pillow as a child. And then after that, I had uh, a crib death uh, around seven weeks old, I guess, uh, before all of that happened. And uh, my dad had actually picked me up and grabbed me and ended up reviving me, basically, so I, he lived in fear uh, of sleep through most of those earliest years. But the nightmares I had were, were were really intense. I mean, they were just, you know, the devil was trying to turn me off to my dream state, so to speak, is what he was trying to basically do. I had both good dreams and bad dreams. But this, this went on till you know, I mean, early into my, you know, teens uh, pretty much. But I got saved at the age of eight years old. Um, I didn't get spirit-filled until I was about uh, probably like 40, 39 or 40 years old. So, I mean, but I was at eight years old. My grandfather was, was a preacher. He was a Baptist minister, and his my great-grandfather was a Baptist minister as well. Well, you come from a good line then, it sounds like, and, and it's incredible. Um, if you don't know who Mark Taylor is, I promise you by the end of this interview you will. And it's it's so obvious looking back. I'm sure it is with you, uh, Mark. Uh, you, you tell me if I'm wrong, but looking back of how God is using you now, how the enemy truly tried to take you out as as a before you were even born, right? Correct. You know, and that was the whole thing. I don't think you know the enemy can't tell the future, but I believe that each person gives off a certain frequency, and depending on how big your destiny is, he can pick up on that frequency, so to speak. And that's when you see a lot of children having nightmares. Anytime you see children having nightmares, is because chances are the enemy's attacking that child because the destiny on that child is so great. 
and I, I believe that's what was the case uh, for me as well. So he tried to take me out many more times after that, even in the fire service. But even as a child, he just didn't even want me born at the time. I mean, your your beginning of your life story is incredible. Now, when you were married, you've been, uh, from what I understand, you've been married for a little over five years. And here you are, I, I assume you're a fireman at the time. Uh, and all of a sudden, if it wasn't bad enough, the things that you went through in life already, a mysterious sickness came on you. And uh, just kind of take us through what happened. The the how did how did what did you start feeling? Where this thing started to go? Sure, uh, you know I was I was third generation firefighter on my mom's side of the family, and uh, the pastoral side was on my my mom or my dad's side. So I did a twenty year career with the Orlando Fire Department. I retired out in two thousand and six as a lieutenant. Well, two years before I retired, I started getting depression, uh, a little bit of anxiety, stuff like that. I couldn't explain it. I went to the doctors and. You know, they put me on some antidepressants, and it worked for about eight months uh, to a year. And then finally, you know, about the year before I retired, I'm just laying in bed one night. I'm just like, Lord, you know, I don't want to see any more trauma. And uh, I just had my fill of it. And uh, so I had been married probably maybe about four or five years. So when I retired, about a month after I retired, I had a visitation to the Lord, which I'm sure we'll go into here in a few minutes. But I started going downhill six months after I retired, and I started the anxiety and the, the depression were just literally crushing. Uh, I couldn't eat for four and five days at a time. I, I was bedridden for four or five days at a time. I lost all kinds of weight. I almost got down to the same weight I was at when I was in high school. Um, I had no energy. Uh, I couldn't focus. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't read anything. So I went to doctor after doctor. This went on for four or five years. I mean, it was like a roller coaster. You know, I would go a couple of days where I might have some energy to do something or go someplace, and then all of a sudden I just hit rock bottom again. So these doctors couldn't figure out what was going on with me. Well, then I finally found a doctor that, that was knew what was going on with me. I had a very low thyroid. I had severe adrenal burnout uh, from the fire service, and I had the hormones of a 70-year-old at 39. Wow. Well, he had uh, got an offer from somewhere else, and he closed his practice, and that's when I had to go look for another doctor. And so that's when I found Dr. Colbert, uh, Mary's, Mary's husband. And Dr. Colbert picked up where he left off and started getting me back on the road to health, so to speak. But it, it was a time when it was just, I don't wish it on my worst enemy. I, I think, you know, I like how someone had emailed me and put it. He says, you know, as a firefighter, you're a man's man. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of walls that have to come down. And God was preparing me for what he had coming for me next. So I was becoming God's man, not a man's man, so to speak, through this, this dying to self process. Now, well, let me ask you a question. Did, did you have any sense at that time that there was such a destiny on your life to, to, uh, sort of raise a flag, prophetic flag of, of what is happening in the world? You know, I, I had a sense because the visitation I had right after I was uh, retired happened one month after I retired. Let's let's go ahead and talk about that. You, in the midst of being, like, horribly sick and frustrated and nausea and all these things that were happening, you had an intense encounter with God. What happened? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people describe their visitations as, this bright light and, you know, all these things that go on that are, that are glorious. And, and, you know, it was, it was that, but it wasn't that, you know, I, I had gone to bed, I, you know, I was, I was tired. I went to bed and my wife couldn't sleep. It was about one o'clock in the morning. She came in and crawled in the bed and you know how you kind of just rolled over and say, Hey, what are you doing coming to bed so late? She's kind of grumbling. Something. Yeah. And she says, well, I couldn't sleep. So I immediately rolled back over and I knew it was one o'clock in the morning because I looked at the clock when she came to bed and immediately I was caught up in a vision and I was in my bedroom, and I saw myself on my knees, 
speaking in tongues and writing in the floor with my index finger. Then all of a sudden I became myself, and I was myself. I was on my knees in my bedroom, on my floor, writing in the carpet with my index finger, and I looked in front of me, and there was a cloud in front of me, and I knew it was God. Well, as I was writing in the carpet, I saw light coming out of my right index finger and out of my right hand while I was speaking in tongues. Now, the Bible talks about when we speak in tongues, we speak in mysteries. Mm -hmm. So as I was speaking this, I looked to my left, and another cloud came through the door and stood, came around behind me and stood to my right. Well, as I'm doing this, I cannot describe to you the amount of fear that I felt. This immense fear, it, just, it felt like the Lord only gave me about the size of a grain of sand, and, but it felt like he could have vaporized me from existence. So as I was doing this, I'm still speaking in tongues, lights coming out of my finger and out of my, and out of my right hand. Well, when I woke up, I was in the fetal position, and I could not open my eyes because the fear was still on me. I was afraid of what I was going to see if I opened my eyes. It took me about 15 minutes to get the courage to open my eyes. Now, Mark, when you say fear, though, you're not referring to um, like a ungodly fear, not like a demonic fear. No. Describe that kind of not fear. Not a demonic fear. No, yeah. not at all. And uh, but I had rolled over. I, I looked. I told my wife. I said, "Hey, I think I just had a visitation." And I told her what was happening. And she said, "You know, even my voice was different because you know, even when Moses was mm. even, when he was in the presence of God, he had to veil his face." Yeah. Well, at the time, I was going to an apostolic church at the time, and I had a friend that would, was, went to John Paul Jackson's uh, dream school. Sure. And I went to him, and I said, hey, I had this vision. I, I needed to interpret it, and he interpreted it for me at the time. And he said, Mark, he says, the cloud in front of you was God. He said, the cloud that came in behind you was an angel that's been assigned to you. And he says, the light that was coming out of your finger was the anointing that God has given you because whatever you're going to do, you're going to write it because you wrote it in the carpet. And because you wrote it in the carpet, it's going to affect your walk and the walks of others. He says, the fear you felt was the actual spirit of the fear of the Lord. That's the fear that you felt. But that, mm. thing, that, that spirit of the fear of the Lord, which most of the church has never experienced, was so powerful. When I wake up in a fetal position, and it felt like he could have vaporized me from existence, that was one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had in my life. Now this uh, this reverential fear that you had on you is is it do you feel that had something to do with the 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 depth of the calling that God has on your life as well? Yes, absolutely. And you know, it was I was in such bad shape at the time. I was so sick. You know, there were times I asked the Lord, you know, look, I can't take anymore. Just take me home. And I had to repent for that, but having a death wish, so to speak. I wasn't right. more suicidal, but it was always that you know, Lord, I'm just tired. I can't take anymore. But there was two things that kept me going. One, I didn't want to leave my wife. And number two, I knew God had something for me from that visitation. That visitation kept me through that entire process because I knew there was something huge God was going to do, and I wanted to see what it was. And as powerful as that encounter was, you still had all these symptoms that you talked about, and that, that hadn't changed yet. And I understand, though, in the months following that vision that you begin to have many uh, spiritual dreams, the, the, uh, an increase where you were interacting with Jesus and angels. What was going on then? Well, I had I had good and bad at the time, and you know I had some visitations from the Lord and some and dreams uh, where He would show me some things. Um, I had some angels that would show up, you know, disguised as people. You know, they wouldn't look like angels; they would be people. But I would always test the spirits to find out who they were because we were always taught that in John Paul Jackson's ministry. So um, I had good and bad at the time going on, and, you know, every now and then, uh, a lot of times I was being tormented at the time. You know, I would have stuff crawl on top of me. I'd feel them breathing on the back of my neck. They would threaten me. Uh, you know, I would try to cast them out. 
and uh, I was getting two and three of these things happening a morning. Wow, wow. Well, it's the spiritual battle that was taking place. It's no, it's no wonder what was going on because of the result of all this. And so here in the meantime, you're having blood work done. And, and I understand that even people close to you were like this, this sickness that you're going through is it's, it's in your head and you knew it was deeper than that. Is that correct? Correct. You know, and that was the one thing when I went to the first doctor uh, that knew what he was, that, that found all that stuff wrong with me. Um, Cause I had family members that were telling me it was in my head mm. and the first words out of his mouth, I never even met this man before. I walked in that office, shook his hand, sat down, and the first words out of his mouth was, he said, Mark, the first thing I want you to know is this is not in your head. It's physiological. And I was blown away. Now, okay, so you're still battling this sickness, you're, but you're in the early stages of treatment with, it, with his uh, doctor here. You, to kind of numb, I guess, I'm probably not saying that right, but to numb the pain or the current pain, you were watching Fox News, and and uh, I don't want to put any words in your mouth. You were watching Fox News. You know what I'm talking about here. What happened? What began to happen? Well, I was watching Fox News one night, and I'd already been going through John Paul Jackson's prophetic school and dream interpretation school and stuff like that for one of his satellite ministries. And so I had uh, I was watching Fox News one night and uh, wasn't feeling good. And uh, and this was in 2011. Sorry. Correct? Yeah. I saw Donald Trump on an interview, Yeah, and I, I didn't know a whole lot about Donald Trump. I just knew he was a very powerful businessman and built this huge empire. So I was listening to him, and I know he was thinking about running at the time, but he never announced. So I was sitting there listening to him, and uh, all of a sudden, I just it's like my discernment went off. And it's like, all of a sudden, I heard the voice of the Lord say, you're hearing the voice of a president. And when I heard that, I came in here where I'm at right now in my uh, converted bedroom into an office. I sat down, just like the Apostle Paul. I put pen to paper, and I started writing what the Holy Spirit was telling me at the time. And that's when the Trump prophecy was born, which was April 28, 2011. And listen, uh, for those who of you who are listening right now, you, you need to hear this whole progression from here on out. It's absolutely incredible. And uh, uh, that was in 2011 that the Lord spoke that to Mark. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk about how what he wrote got into uh, Mary Colbert's hands, and then it changed the world. And you're going to hear that when we come back. But, Mark, before we go to break and before Mary comes on with us, we're really excited about that. Tell us about this book that you and Mary wrote together, The Trump Prophecies. What, what does this book contain, and what is it going to do for people? Well, th- this book contains hope. It contains encouragement. This is not a doom and gloom message. Me and Mary are not doom and gloomers, and we we like to project hope to people because when you rob people of hope, you rob them of the will to fight, and this book is going to give people hope. It's going to give them the will to fight, which is what the church needs right now, the body of Christ needs right now. So this is going to encourage people, but it's also a weapon, and what we're finding out, we get emails after emails, people saying, hey, people are shunning me, or they're, they're, they're casting me out of their family because we voted for Trump. This book is actually a weapon that you can put in people's hands that when you hand it to them, say, hey, if you truly want to know discernment, if you truly want to know what God is doing in this time through Donald Trump and through his army, you need to read this book because God is using ordinary people. I, look, I don't have a college degree. I have no degree of any kind. I've never been to Bible college. I've never been to seminary. I am an ordinary, everyday person. And that's who God's going to use in this last move for this great harvest, and that's what this book's going to do. It's going to help pull those people out of obscurity. 
I love that. The book is called The Trump Prophecies, and, and Mark and Mary agree to do an exclusive three-CD set for us, and you're going to hear two brand-new teachings from Mark Taylor regarding what God is saying to each one of us as we begin to align ourselves with God's plan for what's ahead. And, and he shares some incredible words on these CDs. And, and then when Mary, she teaches on, on uh, encouraging you to begin to step out in the plan of God for your life through prayer. And you're going to hear a wonderful testimony of how God used Mary Colbert when we come back. Mark Taylor is a former firefighter from Florida who received a direct communication from God that Donald Trump would become the president of the United States of America at a time far before Trump even announced his candidacy. Mark Taylor wants you to know what God told him concerning the future of America, Israel, and the world. He says that Trump's victory was only the beginning and how the body of Messiah Jesus will be united in a powerful way to usher in the next great revival. He says America's best days are right in front of us. Call now and get Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read prophetic book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9508. Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read brand-new book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, contains the astonishing true story of the man who saw tomorrow and what he believes God has revealed to him concerning what is coming next. Through the Trump prophecies, you will discover how God can and will use anyone regardless of education, background, or health to communicate His message. Understand what led to the miracle of the 2016 election. Find out the role that unity and intercession of God's people has accomplished in electing Trump as president. Discover what continued intercession will bring about concerning God's future blessings for our nation, for Israel, and for the nations of the world. Understand the enemy's strategy and techniques to try and discourage and distract you from obtaining all of God's promises and blessings for you and your family. Learn the astounding world-altering changes that will be taking place in our U.S. government that Mark Taylor says God has revealed to him. This book is actually a weapon that you can hand to these people to say, read this if you truly want to know what God is doing in the earth right now through Donald Trump and for America right now and Israel. This is not doom and gloom. This is a positive message of hope and encouragement that points to fresh methods of spreading the gospel to the lost and how we as people can access all of God's promises and blessings, including supernatural provision, divine healing, a prosperous nation, prayer and faith restored in public places, religious liberties being restored and embraced, the appointment and institution of conservative Supreme Court justices, the overturn of Roe versus Wade, a return to being one nation under God. I want you to reserve judgment. I want you to see the hand of God on the President of the United States. I want you to understand why. See, I believe that the Messiah is returning soon. And I believe that God wants America to fulfill her destiny and be one of the most blessed nations on the earth. I know it's for me and my house. I know it's true. I want to be on the right side of the fence with God. So I want to get the book and exclusive three CD set the Trump prophecies into your hands. Don't miss out on getting Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read prophetic book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9508. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9508 or log on 
on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We are back with Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert, and I'm just I'm so excited because this is building up to some incredible prophecies and incredible behind-the-scenes prayer movement that took over the world. It's incredible. So, uh, Mark, when you were going to this doctor, they uh, they said that it's not in your head. They began to diagnose you a little more. And, but that doctor who started leading you down a, a good path, he ended up closing his practice. And you were told about Dr. Don Colbert, who is no uh, stranger to uh, the Christian world. And I know many people who have gone to Dr. Colbert themselves and and he's a highly respected doctor. And somehow, some miracle, you were able to get in with Dr. Colbert. Uh, just le- lead us through that. What happened when you first met him? And and here you are. You've wrote the uh, uh, prophecy, which I uh, I do want you to go ahead and read in a moment. Uh, you 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 have this prophecy in hand. You go to Dr. Colbert. Uh, you're kind of just in the middle of all that God's doing in you. What happened? Well, I had gone uh, found Dr. Colbert. My sister actually found her on Jim Baker's show, and uh, she started researching him. He was in our, our local area, so uh, that's when I started going to uh, Dr. Colbert. And I had gone for you know several visits to Dr. Colbert before I ever had, had given him the words or anything like that. We were getting to know one another as you know patient and doctor. So I'd walked in one day, and I had a folder, and I had a couple of prophecies with me, and one of them was the Commander in Chief prophecy, which we'll talk about in a second about Donald Trump. And I had handed it to him, and, and I didn't say anything to him. He kind of set it on the, on the counter behind him. He thought it was a list of signs and symptoms that I was having because I still wasn't feeling good at the time. And so he started checking me out, and then all of a sudden, Doc started prophesying over me. He says, Mark, he says, I feel like that you're going to begin to wake up each morning, and God's going to give you downloads of these words, and you're going to begin to write these words. And I, looked, I started to smile, and I said, Doc, I said, I already have. He says, what do you mean? I said, that's what that folder is on the counter back there. I, I, those are prophetic words that I brought to you. I was just sharing them with you. He's like, you're kidding me. So he swung around, and he and he opened it up, and that's when that all kind of took place. So I had gone, after he had looked at me, I had gone to the next room to one of his nurses. She was treating me, and he had gone back in there and read some of these, and one of them was the commander-in-chief prophecy about Donald Trump. And he came in and says, Mark, he says, Mary needs to read this, my wife. She's just, I think she's going to like this Trump prophecy. I said, okay, Doc. I said, you can share it with her. And, of course, you know, Mary can take it from there as far as what happened after that. But that's, that's really what happened and how that all went down. Okay, let's just make this clear uh, before you read that prophecy. Uh, first of all, what year did you receive the prophecy? I received the prophecy April 28, 2011. And the year that I wrote that, I shared it with just some family, uh, a, a couple of friends, and I shared it with the first doctor that I was with. Because at the time, I was so sick, I was isolated. I didn't, really didn't have any friends. I, I mean, I didn't have a platform. I had nothing. That was it. All you had was a word from the Lord. And then you went to Dr. Colbert. What year was that that he uh, saw the prophecy the first time? I think that was around 2015. Okay, 2015. Okay, so uh, I want you to go ahead and read this word that the Lord gave you back in 2011. It was written April 28, 2011. I titled it Commander-in-Chief, and it says, The Spirit of God says, I have chosen this man, Donald Trump, for such a time as this. For as Benjamin Netanyahu is to Israel, so shall this man be to the United States of America. For I will use this man to bring honor, respect, and restoration to America. America will be respected once again as the most powerful and prosperous nation on earth other than Israel. The dollar will be the strongest it has ever been in the history of the United States and will once again be the currency by which all others are judged. The Spirit of God says the enemy will quake and shake and fear this man I have anointed. 
They will even quake and shake when he announces he is running for president. It will be like the shot heard across the world. The enemy will say, what shall we do now? This man knows all our tricks and schemes. We have been robbing America for decades. What shall we do to stop this? The Spirit says, ha, no one shall stop this that I have started. For the enemy has stolen from America for decades, and it stops now. For I will use this man to reap the harvest that the United States has sown for, and plunder from the enemy what he has stolen, and return it sevenfold back to the United States. The enemy will say, Israel, Israel, what about Israel? For Israel will be protected by America once again. The Spirit says, yes, America will once again stand hand in hand with Israel, and the two shall be as one. For the ties between Israel and America will be stronger than ever, and Israel will flourish like never before. The Spirit of God says, I will protect America and Israel, for this next president will be a man of his word. When he speaks, the world will listen and know that there is something greater in him than all the others before him. This man's word is his bond, and the world and America will know this, and the enemy will fear this, for this man will be fearless. The Spirit says, when the financial harvest begins, so shall it parallel and spiritual for America. The Spirit of God says in this next election, they will spend billions to keep this president in. It will be like flushing their money down the toilet. Let them waste their money, for it comes from and is being used by evil forces at work, but they will not succeed, for this next election will be a clean sweep for the man I have chosen. They will say things about this man, the enemy, but it will not affect him, and they shall say it rolls off of him like a duck. For as the feathers of a duck protect it, so shall my feathers protect this next president. Even mainstream news media will be captivated by this man and the abilities that I have gifted him with, and they will even begin to agree with him, says the Spirit of God. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And Mary Colbert, you read this prophecy, and you, you, you're you not one to just jump to conclusions. You you know a lot of well-known you know, people we've had on this show and, uh, you know, that are— that are high-profile ministers in the world, but you don't just jump at everything. So, Mary, take it from here. Uh, you, you, The prophecy got in your hands, and what happened? Well, the minute I read the prophecy, Don gave it to me, came in and said, Mary, I want you to read this. Tell me your opinion. And he, and he trusts my discernment and my uh, opinion on spiritual things because I have had so many supernatural uh, encounters that I've, I've lost count through the years. <laughs> We could spend shows upon shows upon miracles and demonstrations of supernatural encounters that I have gone through. And so Don has eyewitnessed them, and he is the first witness, so he knows that I have a tendency to be more spiritual than the average person because of what has happened throughout my life. So he gave it to me, and immediately I recognized the rhythm of God. And as a student of the Bible, God has a certain rhythm. And if you're a good student of the Bible, you hear it and you know it. He says, my people, my sheep know my voice and recognize and hear it. And so as um, as a sheep, I recognize that voice. And the minute I read the prophecy, I recognized the rhythm of God was throughout the whole thing. I, I could see his thumbprint on this, on this writing. And I sat down on the couch and I said, Don, this is not this man. I haven't met him yet, but I can tell you this is a word straight from heaven. So he goes, wow. He goes, well, he's at the counter checking out right now. Why don't you go up and introduce yourself and tell him what you think? So I went up there, and Mark was standing there, and I introduced myself, and I looked at him, and I said, Mark, this is not a word from you. This is a word from Father God to the church. Mm. He goes, well, I believe that too, Mary. And he said, um, I appreciate you saying that he goes but i don't know what to do with it and i said well mark really right now you can't do anything with this word because it, the whole thing begins 
when Donald Trump announces. It will be like a shot heard around the world. And, and I said, that is the whole key right there. And he goes, well, you know, he gave it in 2011, so I, always think, I was always thinking it was 2012. I said, yes, but Donald Trump never announced. I said, that was the whole key here. I said, so you can't do anything right now till that happens. Uh, because we see a lot of prophecies and we recognize a lot of, you know, words that God is, is doing. But I also know that many, many times when God speaks something, there is a period of time in which he brews over it. Very rarely does God speak something and then immediately it happens. I agree. I have witnessed through my walk with him many, many times. I would say it's more, more often he says he's going to do something, but his time is not our time. Uh, he'll, it, he wants you to see him perform it. You follow me? Yes. He, he's not this instant magician type of God. He is a God of the spirit on which he works things He's working things out by the Spirit. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, wow, we've got to wait and see what happens. If, if this is the year, you know, that this is supposed to happen. Because when I got the prophecy, it was in early April of 2015. Ted Cruz had just announced he was running. And so I liked what I heard with what Ted Cruz had to say, you know, constitutionists and liberty. And it just sounded great to me. So I had been inclined toward Ted because of his um, announcement speech. But now I'm reading this prophecy, and now I'm, I'm recognizing, wait a minute, I'm the kind of person, I want to be on God's side. <laughs> exactly. But when you're on God's side, you're on the right side. Well, let me, can I ask you a question here? What, Mary, I'm sure you, you've been uh, born again for many years, and yes. again, uh, I don't even, we don't even have to talk about who you know, because I already know a lot of the people that you know. Right. You see a lot of this kind of thing, these prophecies and, uh, you know, the people that come and go. What was different about this word and about Mark that you knew that you knew that this was this was the real deal? The rhythm. Okay. The rhythm. The rhythm of its writing. Did you listen? To, if you just listen to the prophecy and how it is written, it is a such a detailed word. It is. It's not one of these general, oh, God's going to do something in your life, and you have found favor with God. <laughs> it, it's not one of those kind of words that, man, you could make it fit in any kind of way. Do you follow me? I do. It, it, but see, Mary, you and Dr. Colbert, your reputation was on the line as well with, with embracing this word. That's true. That's true, but I'll, I go back to the fact that I recognize the rhythm. So I had this confidence in my discernment, like I said, because I had experience throughout my lifetime. I can't even count the spiritual encounters that I have gone through. So I have become accustomed to recognizing that spirit presence of the Holy Spirit. I know it. I don't, there's no guessing with me. Oh, I, think <laughs> right. it, I know it. When I see it, I hear it. I know it. God's giving me this instinct that this is him, and he's given me this instinct. I have nothing to do with that. Well, the truth so, is, I, I, I knew how you knew. I just wanted the people at home to know how you knew. Right. Okay, so um, you're, you're impacted by the word. Uh, it, what, what happened next? Well... <laughs> A couple of weeks later, after getting the prophecy, this is like in early April, so I think Donald Trump uh, actually ended up announcing in June, if I'm not correct. Um, and I remember 
Mark calling and going, Mary, did you hear the news? Because I believe it was on D-Day, am I correct, that he actually made his announcement he was running uh, for president. It was on D-Day, wasn't it? It was June 15th, 10 days after D-Day. 10 days after D-Day. And part of the prophecy, I knew it was around that time, part of the prophecy is when he announces it will be like a shot heard around the world. And, boy, if that wasn't accurate. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you could just see the handwriting in the very beginning of the that it was beginning to take place. So my confidence went through the roof that this was a word from God. And I would like to add, one of the things I was saying during the break, a prerequisite to God using you in a, in a, a national platform. Now, he can use you in little ways without you having to go through this process. But before you can be used on the national platform as a major voice, as a major impact, I have seen this absolutely across the board to be true. Usually you go through what I call a death experience to yourself. I was talking with Paula White recently, and even Paula told me before she was thrust on the national platform with Donald Trump, she went through a major death experience where she completely died to herself and the world, and a transformation has occurred in Paula White. She's not the same Paula White, and I've known her for 30 years. And before God can thrust you into a national platform, if you're a child of God, most cases you're going to go through a death experience to self. You have got to completely die to yourself. The Word of God says, unless a grain of corn fall to the earth and die, it cannot produce great fruit. And Mark was going through what I call a death experience to himself, dying to this world, dying to his own vision, dying to his own desires, completely surrender 100%. And God does it in many different ways. I mean, people go through all kinds of different uh, mechanisms to get to this place before God can use you on a national platform. And that's what prerequisite Mark. He had gone through the death to himself and his vision and his past, all that he was, all that God ever could do. And that put him in a position of being able for God to now speak to him and use him. And that's a word of encouragement because if someone's going through a, a situation where they feel like they have lost their whole world, they've lost their whole life, They've lost everything. Nothing's working the way they thought it would. I'm telling you, falling on your face before God and saying, Thy will be done, is the most, that's the greatest thing you can go through. Because all you're saying is, Lord, I submit myself to you for thy will to be done in this pot of clay. And that's, and that's what God is looking for. He's looking for vessels who are not full of themselves but are willing to be full of him That's right. and used of him to create his kingdom. He's, he, let me tell you something. God is done with people building their kingdoms. He is done with the superstars. He is done with the people who build up their ministries to be them as the kingdom. If you're, if you're not promoting his kingdom, your kingdom's coming down. And that's what's going that's what's going on. That's the transfer that God is doing, part of draining the swamp that Donald Trump is doing in Washington, D.C. God is going to drain the swamp all the way around. Now, let, let me ask you, Mary. So uh, you, 
you knew by the Spirit that you weren't supposed to tuck this prophecy away. What did God call you to do at this point? Well, I'll be honest with you. At first, I thought, God has said it. God will do it. And I just pretty much, I have a very busy life, and I have a lot of things going on. So um, there was a book at the time I happened to be reading, which was called The Circle Maker. And actually, what had happened is prior to Churchill Downs' uh, race uh, leading up through this election, just the beginning of where it was just beginning to heat up, um, I had asked the Lord to confirm to me, I know you've spoken to Mark, but do you mind just speaking to me directly? I need a confirmation because I'm getting ready to literally put my head on the chopping block out there, especially when you get into the political ring, sure. right? yeah. Because you're going to upset somebody. You're always going to make someone mad. And I was like, here I go. But anyway, um, the Lord told me to watch Churchill Downs, and he had a message in there for me. The race, the, tr- the horses. Well, I, at first I thought maybe Mark had said something to me. So I go to Mark. I said, Mark, did you say something to me about Churchill Downs? Because the Lord speaks to him up through horses and stuff like that. And he goes, nope, it wasn't me. So then I went, yeah, that was the Spirit of God talking to me. Okay. So Churchill Downs comes and the races, and he goes, I have a message for you, Mary. And I'm like, okay. And so the next morning I get up because I meant to watch the races, and I got distracted. And I couldn't believe it. I thought, here God's got a message for me, and I didn't even take time to watch the, the horse races. I'm like, what is the message in the horse race? So the next morning I get up, and I look in the Internet, and the headlines say, uh, Churchill Downs, creator wins by a photo finish. Mm. And I started laughing. I said, okay, I get it. <laughs> you're going to do this thing. <laughs> you are going to do this thing. You're going to win this race. And you're, in other words, I'm on the right horse. I'm betting on the right horse. And God speaks to me in different weird ways like that. Now, the, actually, and, the Holy Spirit, you said, spoke to you loudly and clearly that, and I quote, Mary, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do, but if you think this is going to happen without your participation, think again. That's exactly right. Because too many people look at God and they want to say to God, God, do this, God, do that, God, do this, God, do that, you know. And that's not how he works. He works with your participation. One of my favorite phrases is, what you can do, God will not do. There you go. Now, the Holy Spirit spoke to you and said, told you actually what to do. What was that? I started a prayer chain. They'll have to get the book to get the details of things that happen in the the, um, the prayer chain because it's a long process. There's so many miracles in hands of God throughout the 65 days that we did a national prayer chain, 15 minutes a day. People would come on the call, and they would, uh, from all over the country, and all, actually toward the end it was all over the world, were coming in on the prayer chain and praying for 15 minutes. Now, I went to to record it because people couldn't get on the call. There was hundreds of thousands of people involved in this prayer. And people were mad because they couldn't get on. They wanted to be able to pray the prayer and stuff. And I started to go record it, and the Holy Spirit said, did I tell you to do that? Because that seemed like a good thing. So many times we want to do something because we think it's a good thing, but it's not a God thing. And I stopped, and he said, when they were in one accord in the upper room, I came. This is not a prayer of convenience, Mary. This is not a prayer of you pray it when you feel like it. This is a declaration I'm doing in the earth. This 15 minutes is a time I have set aside for voices in one accord to decree my will in the earth. I'm telling you. And we would see the hand of God day after day. We would pray a certain thing, and the Spirit of God would move. Mm. Mark, you got to jump in here and share this because this is so powerful. On 
September 11th, I had Mark come in to lead the prayer. And Mark had been preparing for that prayer. He would pray before the prayer. And go ahead and share real quick, Mark, if you will, what happened that day. Yeah, on 9-11, I, I sat before the Lord for two days and wrote down target-focused repentance and target-focused prayers. And one of the prophetic words I wrote was, time is up for those who are corrupt, and God was going to remove judges, senators, congressmen, and women. So I prayed that prayer. I hung up the phone at 9-17 with about 10,000 people in agreement. Uh, 9-17, I hung up the phone. 20 minutes later, Hillary Clinton collapsed for the entire world to see when she lost her shoe. Wow. It's, it's incredible. It is incredible the way you united, Mary, these people to pray, and then the, the things that begin to be shaken on the earth. And that's yeah. not the end of the story. Uh, no. when, when we come back, I want Mark to share, and Mary, what is going on now since all these prophetic words have come to play and and the media is watching and, and I understand even Huffington Post is talking about you Mark and there's a lot going on and and Mark I want you I want you to share what is taking place right now give us some uh, current statistics and what you see happening for the near future we'll be right back Mark Taylor is a former firefighter from Florida who received a direct communication from God that Donald Trump would become the President of the United States of America at a time far before Trump even announced his candidacy. Mark Taylor wants you to know what God told him concerning the future of America, Israel, and the world. He says that Trump's victory was only the beginning and how the body of Messiah Jesus will be united in a powerful way to usher in the next great revival. He says America's best days are right in front of us. Call now and get Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read prophetic book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9508. Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read brand-new book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, contains the astonishing true story of the man who saw tomorrow and what he believes God has revealed to him concerning what is coming next. Through the Trump prophecies, you will discover how God can and will use anyone regardless of education, background, or health to communicate His message. Understand what led to the miracle of the 2016 election. Find out the role that unity and intercession of God's people has accomplished in electing Trump as president. Discover what continued intercession will bring about concerning God's future blessings for our nation, for Israel, and for the nations of the world. Understand the enemy's strategy and techniques to try and discourage and distract you from obtaining all of God's promises and blessings for you and your family. Learn the astounding world-altering changes that will be taking place in our U.S. government that Mark Taylor says God has revealed to him. This book is actually a weapon that you can hand to these people to say, read this if you truly want to know what God is doing in the earth right now through Donald Trump and for America right now and Israel. This is not doom and gloom. This is a positive message of hope and encouragement that points to fresh methods of spreading the gospel to the lost and how we as people can access all of God's promises and blessings, including supernatural provision, divine healing, a prosperous nation, prayer and faith restored in public places, religious liberties being restored and embraced, the appointment and instant installation of conservative Supreme Court justices, the overturn of Roe versus Wade, a return to being one nation under God. I want you to reserve judgment. I want you to see the hand of God on the President of the United States. I want you to understand why. See, I believe 
that the Messiah is returning soon. And I believe that God wants America to fulfill her destiny and be one of the most blessed nations on the earth. I know it's for me and my house. I know it's true. I want to be on the right side of the fence with God. So I want to get the book and exclusive three CD set the Trump prophecies into your hands. Don't miss out on getting Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's must-read prophetic book and three-part audio CD series, The Trump Prophecies, exclusive to our It's Supernatural TV audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9508. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9508 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We are back with Mary Colbert and Mark Taylor, and I'm telling you, this is a very eye-opening interview, and it's incredible what God did through prayer, through Mary obeying the Holy Spirit, and taking the uh, prayer chain, it literally went across the world, and, and things were shifting in government during this whole time, going along with a prophecy and prayer, it just things just exploded in the nation. Of course, everybody now knows that uh, uh, Donald Trump became president. Uh, I remember I was up late, 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 late because uh, I wanted I, I was praying myself. And and in fact, let me just ask you guys a bold question right off the bat. What would you say? There's many there's many believers. They love the Lord, but they are not uh, fans of Donald Trump. What would you guys say to them? Well, I can tell you, God uses the imperfect. And if you're looking for a perfect person, then it will never happen. God is more likely to use the imperfect because he says, when you are weak, I am made strong. God uses the most unlikely individual. You can go into and you can even read in the Old Testament where he used a prostitute uh, in order to accomplish his will. So we as the church, if we want to sit and look for a perfect, holy person to lead, it will never happen. And Mary, you and Mark uh, like to say this is not about the DNC or the Republican Party. Or, Correct. Uh, what, what is this about? This is about getting on God's side, being able to discern where God is working. We are not anti-DNC people. We are not pro-Republican people. Neither one of us are that way. We are pro-God people. I like When that. you find out where God is working and what God is wanting to do and do in the earth, then you line up with him and what he's wanting to do, and then you're on the right side. This, this ideology of labeling, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, you're either a child of God first or you're not. That's right. And if you take a party over who you are, and your identification, then you're not a child of God. That's the way I see it. You cannot say I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, and then I'm a child of God. You are either a child of God first, and then you may vote toward a certain party because you believe it's more in line with the Word of God, or you don't know it's not in more line. You're in ignorance. You're in ignorance. So it's important that you learn platforms. What is it that they stand for? What are they representing in the earth? Is it line up with the Word of God, or is it counter to the Word of God? Right. One of the things about this prophecy that Mark gave, which is very, very powerful, it's about Israel. It's about God protecting his people. 
It's about him protecting his land. Throughout the whole prophecy, you can see, for my people Israel, for it, for Israel will be as strong. I mean, if they will stand hand in hand. God's heart is toward the Israel, and you have to, as a church and as a believer, if you see a party line that's anti-Israel, you better run. That's right. Because that is the truth. It's that's the right. truth, because you know then that the spirit behind that is not the spirit of God. So you're, it's a matter of just getting on God's side, and just because <laughs> when you are, you're on the right side, and it's safe. Now, Mark, you have a—I'm not saying this will be very comfortable for you to address, but you have a, a lot of media attention because of— your bold prophecy uh, back in 2011 that you wrote. So, you, you talk about the media for a minute. It seems, I mean, it's obvious that the the media is absolutely captivated by Donald Trump. But you see a shift coming with that. Correct. I, I mean, I, I, we've been attacked by the mainstream news media. We had a, a hit piece put out by the Huffington Post on us. Uh, it said uh, the headline said why the DNC should be uh, worried about. Donald Trump's evangelical army of God. Now, you know, people have asked me, and they named my name in there, in that, in that uh, article. And it's like, well, aren't you afraid? I'm like, no, because we just made history. When have you ever seen the phrase army of God ever in a headline, especially in the mainstream news <laughs> exactly. media? Exactly. So we just made history. So, And we've also got people like Right Wing Watch uh, has done three articles on me already, uh, and they're, they're keeping an eye on the Trump prophecies right now. So, I mean, you know, the news media, uh, I believe, I just wrote a new prophecy. Uh, it's called uh, Satan's Frequency. And uh, basically, you're going to see a couple of news media outlets go down because God's going to clean out the news media. He's cleaning up government. He's cleaning up the church. He's cleaning up everything. God owns the news media. So, you know, these, these uh, I like kind of like what Lance Wallnow talks about, the, the seven mountains of influence. Uh, the news media is one of them, and God's going to clean it out, and he's going to put his own people in place, basically. I get I got to tell you, the most exciting thing about this prophecy right now is we are in between the next to the last line and the last line of the prophecy being fulfilled. We have seen every single line of this prophecy fulfilled except the very last line, and that is even mainstream media will begin to agree with him. Now, we all know that is not the case right now. We all can recognize we're not there yet. But what is so exciting is that we, God has put this prophecy out here on a major, there's YouTube videos, I think there's over 50 million views of different videos now of this prophecy. So people are very well aware of this prophecy by the millions now. And so they're watching to see how that is going to be fulfilled. And I think that's so exciting because God has saved that very last line for the best to watch his hand, and you can behold him watching. Now, one of the things Mark prophesied before the election is that they're going to try to impeach him, but it will not work. And so after he got inaugurated and, and he got into office, people started calling and emailing and, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And fear was just breaking in. And the Spirit of God in me rose up and I said, you just watched the Red Sea part. And you think that he is going to let your enemies come over and destroy you? You're going to watch. You're going to watch that sea crash in on his enemies one by one. Amen. And, and that is what's starting to happen because it, in that night we watched the the country turn That's right. red. That's right. And so, 
the Spirit of God gave me that. You watched the Red Sea part. You saw a miracle, and now you think I'm going to allow it on this side, on this side, the promised land side, for you to be destroyed? That isn't even the nature of God to do that. That's now, not his nature. Now, Mark, in your book, you have so many incredible, uh, and Mary, you, you're in there as well. Uh, I don't want to leave you out, of course, but there's oh, so okay. many incredible uh, words that God has given you and and uh, just so much hope for the future. Speak about the hope, Mark, for, for what's coming. Well, the, the hope is is the fact that, you know, we've got um, some, a lot of the prophetic words are starting to come to, to pass that, that are in the book already, um, pieces, parts of it already. And one of those is hope, is I'm, I'm, I want to share this one, is the uh, Supreme Court prophecy that I wrote. Yes. And in that prophecy, uh, I originally prophesied that God was going to replace three judges. Well, the Lord started dealing with me on it. And I came to Mary one day. And I said, Mary, I said, the Lord's been dealing with me on these Supreme Court justices. I said, it's not three. I said, it's going to be five. And I said, one's going to die, and it's not who they expect it's going to be. One's going to retire, and three will be caught in a scandal, and they will have to be removed. And I didn't write it down, but I did go to Mary with it. And about a month and a half later, I guess it was, Mary, that Justice Scalia died. Now, there was a mass panic when Justice Scalia had died. Yes. So uh, they were trying to force another justice before Obama got out of office. Well, at Scalia's funeral, God gave two signs, and he spoke to me through those two signs. He said, no, it's not going to happen. This justice will be reserved for my anointed Donald Trump. So I wrote a prophecy, and in that prophecy, it said that they will not, God will not allow Obama to appoint another Supreme Court justice that will be reserved for Donald Trump. Well, the day Donald Trump was inaugurated, that part of the prophecy came to pass. Now, in the rest of that prophecy, it talks about the five that will be appointed by uh, Donald Trump, and that once those five are appointed, God is going to reform the court. And God himself will take on that great Okay, for those of you who are listening, we just actually got cut off. Uh, Mark's all of a sudden, quote-unquote, phone uh, just died and or whatever just happened on the other side because I believe it is that important what he's about to say. He was, he was referring to five justices would be replaced while Donald Trump is in office. And what did the Lord show you now is going to happen when this takes place, Mark? Well, when he replaces those five judges, God's going to reform the court, and God himself will take on that great case called Roe versus Wade, and it will be overturned. Hey, now, man. The, the, Come on. The, the warfare part of this is that I'm calling in on my landline, and it never cuts off. I'm wow. on my cell phone. So that tells you that the enemy doesn't want this getting out. This is powerful. Okay, so uh, there, there's major reform coming in the in government, uh, but you you tell people this is a time of hope and don't give up. Exactly. Yeah, this is not a time to lay down your weapons of warfare right now. This is a time to get engaged like never before. This is not just a battle for the for America. This is a battle for the entire earth right now. You know, God, what we're going to do is we're going to push back the enemy. The army of God's going to push back the enemy so that we can uh, spread the gospel throughout the earth. But we, the, what the Lord is doing right now is waking people up. He's opening up the spiritually blind eyes and opening up the spiritually deaf ears so that people will hear this message. That's what mine and Mary's job is about, is recruiting for the army of God, because the army of God is going to be unstoppable. God has proven that, that when we come together in one heart, one mind, one accord, in unity on that prayer call, me and Mary can go story after story of the supernatural occurrences that happened uh, literally on that prayer call. 
that's what happens when, we, when the army of God comes together to, uh, in unity, and that's what God is looking for. He's looking for unity. And I, and I have to tell you, the people that were on this prayer call were not surprised by the election because the, anyone who was a part of this prayer call saw the hand of God move in such a mighty way. They, they grew in such confidence that they knew that they knew that they knew there was no surprise that night that Donald Trump uh, had won the election. And we had one man each day on the prayer call coming on, and the first thing he'd say is, Trump by a landslide, Trump by a landslide. <laughs> oh, let, let, me and, ask uh, you, let me ask you this, though, Mary, uh, based on the word that Mark just gave. And, and, uh, and Mark, I, I, I want to ask you about one more word you gave before we close about the energy, energy prophecy. Um, sure. But, Mary, uh, the, the powerful, I mean, I'm, I, I, I got the chills thinking about Roe v. Wade because it, it happened the year uh, I was born. Um, uh, what, what, um, will this happen, uh, with, without prayer? No. And as a matter of fact, we have set up a website. I have set up a website. It's called marycolbert.us and people can come in and join in. We nice. have right now about 28 states represented of people who are hosting national prayer calls, different times of the day, different days of the week. And they can become a part of one of these prayers that's going on. And, of course, we're looking to recruit more hosts who want to also host prayer calls to begin to declare, because this is what you have to do. I heard in this book, The Circle Maker, this is what he said. What if the Bible wasn't meant to be studied? What if the Bible was meant to be prayed? Mm. Now, that is a completely different approach to the Word of God. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked his disciples to watch him. Just watch what I'm getting ready to do. Well, unfortunately, they fell asleep, so we have no record of what it was he was doing as Jesus was praying. But I have a sense I know what he was doing. He was praying the will of God. He was quoting scriptures from Isaiah and the prophets, and he was speaking into the earth his fulfillment of those words. And he was declaring the word of God to occur so that it would strengthen him and enable him to do what he was about to do on the cross and bear the humiliation and the sins and the darkness. Because people have to understand, Jesus never knew. He did not know what it was going to be like to be separated from his father. He had never not known what that would feel like. And that was the cup he cried out that if it be possible to pass from me. That was his cry, is that you not know what this feels like to be separated from the love and the presence of the Almighty God. And he didn't know what it felt like, but he trusted in the words spoken in the earth, declaring in the earth the will of God to be done. And that is why Jesus endured what he did, and he did what he did for us is so that you and I, all of us, would never know what it feels like to not ever feel the presence of God and to be separated from him. And I just praise him for that. And I thank him that I can feel his presence every day of my life because he endured what he did for me. And it's the same thing for you that are listening. You can feel the presence of God every day if you are not born again. If you have never made Jesus your Lord and Savior, now's the time to do it. Just pray this with me. Just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Live inside me. Forgive me of my sins. 
I believe that you are my Savior. I believe that you are my Lord. And now I believe that you're going to be my very best friend. And I want to feel your presence every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, Mark, you uh, have so many prophecies that I, I'm, I'm skimming him the, these prophecies as I'm uh, interviewing you guys. I'm like, these are all incredible about Russia and, and, and uh, the billion souls coming in, which Bob Jones prophesied about that as well. But I don't know. I don't know if it's because I pay for gas or not. I love your prophecy on energy and because we all know that's big business, big uh, politics there with, with uh, oil and gas. What, what did God show you about that? Well, I can just read it to you real quick. Yeah, please. It's, it's a little short. It, I wrote it December 16th, uh, 2016, and it's called Energy, Energy. The Spirit of God says, energy, energy, I am releasing new energy. For this new energy that I am releasing will make America and my Israel energy independent. For my America uh, and Israel will now be the top energy producers in the world. The new, this new energy and technology to capture it will spring forth from the depths as the volcano erupts from the depths. This is the sign that will be given. A massive volcanic eruption will signal that this is the time for my America and Israel and the end of the energy corruption. OPEC, your evil regime will no longer be tolerated. For you will no longer be needed, for you refuse to listen to my words and have not heeded. For when that ring of fire blows its top, it will be a sign to you that you will lose your stock, and the covenant you have with that ring will be lost. The Spirit of God says, you countries that have dominated energy for decades to move your evil agenda are charged with this guilt. Your days are numbered, and you will say, look how fast this was built. My America and Israel will be one, and because of this, you will be undone. Because of your rage and the money you have made from those countries you manipulated and attacked from within, you will now have to turn to those countries for help on a whim. For your wells will go dry and your finances too, for you will now be fed from the wet, red, white, and blue. For a sign will be given when prices go low, for a gallon of gas will be $1 and below. Come on. Now, the, <laughs> the, the astounding part about that was, that was December 16, 2016, when Donald Trump went to Saudi Arabia and he, he did his little tour. I didn't even know this. Someone had emailed me this. And my, my mouth just dropped when I saw it. Fox News was reporting that the reason the Saudis were being so nice to the United States in this huge arms deal that they were doing was because they know their wells are about to go dry. Wow. So they were having to buy these military arms while they still had the money because they know once those wells go dry, so are their finances. This is this is absolutely astounding. All these words and everything that God is doing. And, and the thing that let me just say this as we close here. Uh, the thing that impacted me, I think, the most, Mary and Mark, is uh, Mary. Uh, well, let me just say this, Mark, your prophecies are incredible. I mean, I work for Sid Roth. It's supernatural. We hear a lot of powerful words from the Lord. I love how specific they are. I, I love how hopeful they are. But Mary, you brought in a dynamic that if I, Ryan, will just pray and do my part, not only, I believe, will uh, God move on my behalf in my family, in my city, in my country, but I don't. The, what I saw from this whole um, teaching and, and book is that uh, God will give you a heads up if you're willing to listen and pay the price to hear. What do you think about that, Mary? Oh, absolutely truthful. Absolutely. He wants his children to be a part of what his plans are. He wants them to be engaged. He says, if you have ears to ear, hear, if you have eyes to see, you will see the will of God, you will hear the will of God. But you have got to have a heart that's willing, 
that you have a willing heart to hear what he's saying in the earth, and you've got to be willing to see what he's in the earth. You have to lay down your prejudices. You have to lay down your predisposed ideas that maybe you have been contaminated with. It's the lineup so then you can hear and be a part of it. Thank you, Mary. And you uh, actually addressed some of those things in the CD that you did for us, and we, we so appreciate that. And and uh, Mark, uh, as we close, uh, uh, tell us again about the book and, and, and what, what will this do for people? Well, it's called The Trump Prophecies, and again, it's going to bring people hope. And when you bring people hope, you restore the will to fight. And that's what we need right now. We need people to armor up and join in the fight, whether it's these national prayer calls, whether it's just interceding in your home, whatever the case may be. It, it's time to take the fight to the enemy. The, the, the body of Christ has been in a defensive mode for too long. It's time to go on the offensive, push the enemy back, and as we push the enemy back, the gospel will go throughout all the earth. And that's what this book's going to do for people. It's going to restore all of that. If I may add something, there are, there, when, um, whenever I'm talking about the book, there are three things I want people to walk away remembering. Number one, if you're an unbeliever and you don't know God, it's going to shake you up. This book is really going to shake you up because you cannot deny the accuracy, the authenticity of this book that Mark Taylor received from 2011. The only argument we get from people is, well, I just don't believe it. He wrote it last year. That is how accurate this prophecy is. But, in fact, we have it completely vetted and verified by multiple sources that it 100% was written in 2011. Number two, it's a weapon for those, if you voted maybe for the other party or another person and you weren't engaged and you didn't know and maybe you're still a never-Trumper, you're gonna, it's going to open your eyes to the fact that this is whom God has appointed. And you're going to learn things that what God is doing and why he's doing it, and it will bring a correction in you. you that person who doesn't know, and maybe they're still in opposition, you're in opposition of something God's wanting to do, and it really opens your eyes to it. The third thing it does to the, the believer it is like Mark says, it gives you the hope to know that God is doing something, and this book is a major weapon to do all three things to get people engaged, to correct, and to open their eyes. And that's what it's doing. And I'm very excited about it. We have a lot of things that's in the works with this book. We're prayerfully right now talking to several people about taking this book and doing the reenactment and making it into a movie and hopefully have it in. Uh, theaters before the midterm. Well, that so would, pray for us on that. That would be awesome if that if that worked out. Uh, I tell you, it's funny you should say that about the weapon because for those of you who are listening, that's what impacted me. I felt like I needed to get out my uh, sword and begin to get on the offensive like never before. So you need to get these resources, a brand new book, an exclusive three CD set, The Trump Prophecies. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our special guests, Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get the special offer. In November 2016, the world witnessed the impossible. Donald Trump became president of the United States. In their brand new book, an exclusive three CD set, The Trump Prophecies, Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert share the extraordinary supernatural events that not only led to the presidency of Donald Trump, but the prophetic words for what's coming next. Call now for Mark and Mary's brand new book, an exclusive three CD set, the Trump Prophecies for investment of 35 U.S. dollars. 
To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Mark Taylor and Mary Colbert's brand new book, an exclusive three CD set, The Trump Prophecies. Offer number 9508 for investment of 35 US dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9508. Once again, the offer number is 9508.